everything I was doing was just managing my symptoms. Nothing was actually making these emotional disorders and autoimmune disorders go away. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit If you are working on getting healthier, losing weight, improving your fitness, whatever it is, but you have this feeling that you should be getting better results... You're just not sure what you might be doing wrong. Well, I want to tell you, you are not alone. And that is the very reason why I wrote my latest book, Five Ways You're Wrecking Your Weight Loss, so that you can take a look at five of the most common reasons I see that people aren't getting the results that they deserve for all their hard work. Just five really quick fixes that can get you headed toward the results that you want. Check it out. You can download it by going to beginwithin.fit, clicking on the ebook button, or clicking on the link in the show notes. Check out my book. Let me know what you think. My guest today is Josie Warren. She is a Hashimoto's expert and she came to be through her own fight against that disease. And she's going to talk today about her journey and how she came to understand the connection between that, other autoimmune diseases, and stress. A few things that I want you to listen for as we dive into this interview with Josie Warren is how realizing that she was at the center of her problems was liberating for her. Listen for that. I think you're really going to enjoy that part of the interview. Also, the idea of building emotional strength. Listen as she talks about that aspect of beginning within when it came to her dealing successfully with various autoimmune diseases. And then finally, she is going to talk about three steps to begin making progress. If you connect with some of the symptoms that she's talking about, if um, you have any type of diseases or disorders that might be stress-related, she's going to give you three simple steps that you can begin to take to start healing. And you're going to find that regardless of the situation, because we all deal with stress, these three are going to serve you. So listen closely when she talks about those 
three steps. Here's my interview with Josie Warren. I grew up with a mom who was really into fitness. She was always working out at exercise class. She would take us to exercise class with her and we would fall asleep on the floor as they were doing step aerobics. Um, started me on supplements at a very young age. Okay. I mean, I just, it's just what I did. I, I drank my, my smoothie and I gulped down a handful of supplements. And when I was an adolescent, we moved to an area of Denver, uh, Colorado, that was affluent and very wealthy. And I was surrounded by people that were beautiful, tan, and at the pinnacle of fitness. Okay. And I grew up really thinking that there was something wrong with me because I didn't naturally look exactly like a lot of the moms and kids in the neighborhood. And so when I went to college, I went to school in Florida. I was pretty far away from home. And not long after that, I started to develop a lot of anxiety, um, alcoholism, depression, and I didn't know how to deal with all of that. And so I discovered the gym and our gym was open 24 hours. And I would literally go to the gym at least once a day, sometimes twice, sometimes three times a day. Oh my. But I was going because of my emotional state. Okay. It was the only thing I found at that time that would at least temporarily manage my anxiety, manage my depression. And I had actually had stopped drinking in college because of my alcoholism. So it was a coping mechanism to deal with all the feelings that I was having. Okay. But the feelings didn't go away. And my suppressed emotional state caught up to me. And when I graduated college, I developed um, a number of autoimmune disorders. Okay. Now, autoimmune disorders are where your immune system attacks different parts of your body. Um, so for me, that started with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, where it attacks your thyroid. And I started to get things like lupus, um, arthritis early stage MS, um, common variable immune deficiency disorder. And wow. they just kept coming. And the more they came, the more I tried to work out to be my, to be my way out. I ate clean. I drank bone broth, did the collagen powder, did the superfoods, was taking probably about 12 supplements a day, saw all different kinds of naturopaths, alternative medicine, functional medicine, Western medicine, and okay. no one had any explanation for me. Hmm. Um, during this time too, I also became a licensed professional counselor thinking, well, let me figure myself out. Maybe if I'm a therapist, I can heal myself and also bonus help other people as well. None of that worked. And unfortunately my symptoms of fatigue made it really hard for me to do the working out. That was my kind of jump off point from the first place. Yeah. And I finally got to a breaking point with my body in my twenties where I realized and had an awakening that nothing I was doing was actually working long-term. Like hmm. Everything I was doing was just managing my symptoms. Nothing was actually making these emotional disorders and autoimmune disorders go away. And I finally came to a place, uh, it's called a new life center here in Denver. Um, because someone told me that they had a solution for people like me who doctors had no explanation for. And it was the first time I started actually looking within myself. And I realized that the reason that my body was 
breaking down in the way that it was and my emotional state was breaking down was actually just because of me and how I was handling my life in stress. Hmm. Um, I had a whole lifetime, like we all do, of suppressed emotional stress. You know, I lost my dad when I was in high school, um, moved a number of times. You know, we all have heartbreaks, siblings being born, graduations, just normal people things. But for people like me, we just suppressed it all, not realizing what we were doing. And eventually my body reached a tipping point. And when I realized that it was just me and how I was handling my life stress, then I realized that there was actually something I could do about it. So hmm. I just learned a whole different perspective in that instead of managing and trying to manage what was going on with me, I had to look at myself from a new perspective and see that my body had gotten stuck in a nervous system called the sympathetic nervous system in fight or flight because of the lifetime of suppressed stress. And I know that this is true for all that have chronic health issues um, or autoimmune disorders or emotional issues because we're all cut from the same cloth. And I work with, that's the people that I work with. And we're all people who suppress stress. And eventually our body tips into, again, this nervous system, the sympathetic, where it shouldn't be living. And when I realized that, and I realized it was just me and my response to stress, I had an awakening in that I realized, oh, if it's coming from me, it's not really being handed to me. If my experience of life and stress is coming from me and my own turmoil, well, that's a really good thing because there's something I can do about it. And I suddenly felt like I took the key back and I felt empowered. And I said, okay, I got myself here. I got myself in a mess health-wise, but I can get myself out. And that I, the solution for me wasn't in a supplement bottle or another class or another therapist. It was, I had to realize I needed to deal with stress in a whole new way. Then only I could do that. And that's what I did and had uh, help doing that in a clinical study that I joined with that, a new life center. And within a few months, all my autoimmune disorders started to resolve. Hmm. My chronic health issues started to go away and my body entered back into the natural state that it should have been living in, which is called the parasympathetic nervous system and got back into homeostasis. And so that really was in my story of kind of that shift that I had, I was looking for everything out here outside of me to fix me. I did not realize that the solution to my lasting health was me and having to change how I was responding to life. Um, no one had taught me that, that stress was coming from me, not from my parents, my back, you know, my upbringing, my, my past experiences, my job, my relationships, mm. it was me. And yeah. so I was the answer. Wow. That I, I have a sense as I'm, as I'm listening that that is a just very simple and summarized version of what you went through during that, during that time, of course, what, I guess the question that I, that I, I want to ask, I'll just ask it. What, mm -hmm. so when it comes to the, the healing that took place, you, mm -hmm. it kind of that awareness that this was, this was largely within your control. 
was huge. Yeah. What for you, what was the next, the next step from there? That's a good question. I mean, at first it was that awareness for me, kind of that awakening that this was all coming from me and it wasn't something that had been handed to me. It wasn't something that my genetics mm-hmm. um, scarred me with, but it was just me and my response to stress. And so from there, I started to realize that I was in control of my response to stress in life. And for me and for my students, that's a really big, I'd call it awakening or perspective shift to go from the passenger seat of our life to realizing that we're actually in the driver's seat with our hands on the steering wheel and where our life goes, where our health goes is due to us and the choices we make and how we respond to the stressors of our life. And I teach it in a way, and this is, I didn't know this was happening at the time, but how I see it now is I went from a state where I had what we call an external locus of control, where meaning the control of my life is outside of me to developing an internal locus of control and realizing I am in control of my life and myself. I always have been. And from that point, I then started realizing, okay, if I want a different experience of my health and my emotional state, I need to respond to my life differently. I need to respond to stress differently. And that this is important too. Stress is not unique, was not unique to me. I wasn't special Mm. (laughs) that we all have the same stressors. We do. If we were to interview a room of a hundred people, we would have pretty much all the same stressors. We will always have stress. It's just life. And so what we want to do is realize, and what I had to realize is, okay, if this is life, how am I going to respond to it in a different way? And that's what we call resilience of how can I be adaptive to life and bounce back from it? And instead of running and hiding from life, like I always had, whether that was hiding away at school, you know, I hid away in the gym for a really long time, hiding away, you know, in my therapist's office, hiding away in my bedroom. How about I go out into life to grow and learn, put myself out into the stressors of life willingly to not only become physically strong, but start with becoming emotionally strong. Hmm. And that's what happens when you put yourself back out into life, you become emotionally strong. And from that emotional strength, again, there's a, there's a science behind it, but that fight or flight realizes that you've got this and you're no longer under a threat. It turns off, it body enters homeostasis, it heals and self repairs itself. And then you can go out and enjoy life without your chronic health issues or your emotional issues weighing you down. And you can still eat healthy, still take supplements, still love the gym or fitness and working out. Um, I love the outdoors and being active, but my emotional, it's not my uh, bandaid for my emotional state um, anymore. I do it because I enjoy it. Yeah. I, so we, I mean, we've had, we've had so many experts on, on this show before. And a lot of times I think, and I'm sure you found this too, we the bandaid is where we put our focus, right? We, we so often like, and I was even going to ask that, um, with you, but I want to go in a little different direction is Mm -hmm. 
you know, is it, is it about a daily practice? Is it about this or that? We talk about those things a lot, but what I just heard you say is it almost is more about trusting that you'll be able to handle it and then just getting stronger by doing right. Like, yes. is, is that right? Yeah. Great. You, you heard it, but that is what it's about. It's I let's just, I'm going to be honest. I spent many yeah. years doing, you know, trying meditation, yoga, journaling, uh, trying all these techniques to try to like a daily practice or mm-hmm. affirmations. And for me, I realized that did not work because what I really needed to do, just like you said, is you need to put yourself out into life. You need to go back out into life to grow and to learn and to willingly put yourself out there to see really what you're emotionally made of. Because if we run or we hide, then I never grow my internal strength and I can never handle life in my emotional state well. And unfortunately, when we're not handling our emotional state well, our physical health um, is the result of that. And so again, instead of trying to kind of add something into your life. It's really just about opening the front door and walking out Hmm. and saying, you know what? Life is not going to get me and stress is a normal part of life. And I'm going to go out to learn about myself through the stressors of my life, knowing that I will fall down sometimes, but every time I fall down, I can learn and I'll do better and better each and every time. And that's how we build that emotional strength. And I call that internal health, Hmm. that true health, and this is my perspective, really comes from the inside. It radiates from inside of us because I lived so many years, people saw me and they thought I was the pinnacle of health. You know, I had the, the six pack and I was super fit and I ate the cleanest foods. And yet inside I was completely unhealthy. And so I realized that health starts from the inside and it's our emotional state and it's how we feel about ourselves and our ability and our resilience in doing life. And if we can do life, we feel good. We have our own back. Then everything else follows suit from there. Hmm. I, I have this, I have to imagine. And, and I, so for for someone listening and is like, yes, I, I need, I need, I need this mm-hmm. as, as someone takes their first step and, and you experience this yourself. And I know you help others to do this when they start taking their first steps out the door, out the front door yeah, and they encounter or they fall down or they encounter the things they were afraid of. How, what happens next? Like what, how, what keeps them from just running back? back inside and slamming the door behind them? It's a really good question. I know for me, I have to have a reason why. Hmm. I have to have a reason why I'm doing that. Why am I, why am I wanting to go out into life to become strong in myself? Because if I don't, if I'm just kind of meandering out, well, of course I'm going to fall back and hide and run away. Cause that's that for me, that's my old pattern. So I have to tell myself that I I'm doing this for a greater purpose for myself mm. of the person that I want to be, whether that is a dream that I have down the road or just to be strong in myself and to know myself fully or to, 
to be confident in myself as a unique individual, separate from anyone else. I have to have a purpose for why do I want to thrive in life? Why do I want to become emotionally strong and also physically strong and healthy? Why is that important to me? Because if I don't have a why, then Mm -hmm. it's very easy to run back in and shut the door uh, and, you know, close the door and hit the couch again. Yeah. And I, as I was listening, I hear the, the why sounded like it was rooted in the identity that, that you, your identity, I guess. Right. It's not about yeah. my why is for so-and-so or it's, it's more about the person always that I want, almost like the person I know that I'm capable of being right. It, it's about exactly. seeking and not necessarily a new identity, but an identity that more accurately represents who, who I know I am. Yes. I mean, Mm. for me, that was what I, I had to know when I was at my rock bottom, I'll say with my physical and emotional health issues that I had to make a choice that that's not who I wanted to be anymore, Mm. that I was done being that person. And then I knew I had the strength in me to become healthy again. And that, belief in myself and that desire to outgrow and overcome my health issues that kept me strong when the little voice wanted me to run away and go back to my old behaviors and go back to hiding again. I said, no, we're not doing this. I have a greater reason for myself Hmm. because I want to be more than, than that. Nice. That, that's awesome. I, I, we went so much deeper in the conversation than I, than I expected. I love it. I think that's such a great, that's such a great outcome. I'm curious um, for someone, you know, as a, as a listener now, someone who's like, okay, this is for me. What would you recommend as, as the best first step for them to take, you know, maybe metaphorically stepping toward the door. What, like, what, what would that look like? for, for most people? So that's a great question for most people. What I would do is actually, I have three tips that I would share of kind of that step-by-step process of, okay, I'm tired of living my life internally stressed, whether you have physical health issues, whether you have emotional health issues, or maybe you have both and, or you're just really overwhelmed. What do you do? first thing to take a step out the door is first to normalize stress. Like I shared a little bit earlier that these life events that we think are unique to us and are overwhelming and they're, they're actually normal and they're happening to everyone. And that stress is just a normal part of our human experience and of living. And so we want to normalize stress because if we think it's too big, we're going to stay inside the house. Hmm. Now, the next piece, and this is really important. This was kind of my awakening, that transformational experience was to realize that stress is an internal experience, that it's coming from us. And I like to think, I use an example I call the airplane example, but you think about 
the different kinds of people and their stress response to flying on an airplane. You know, some people are like, I have a friend that never flies because she is such a big stress response. People like my grandma might take medication. There might be people like my sister who loves the airplane experience and loves it better than being on land. And so we can see from this example, it's not the things in our life that are giving us stress. If it was, we would all have the same stress experience. Stress is unique to each of us and it comes from us and our emotional state. So step two, Hmm. stress is an internal experience. And when we realize that, we can realize I can do something about it, which is great. And that leads me into step three, which is building resilience, which is natural to who we are as humans. We would not be here in the year 2022 if we did not have resilience as our core natural strength. And it's our ability to be adaptive and to bounce back in times of stress. And if we hide in the house away from life, we weaken our natural resilience to the point where we develop emotional and physical health issues. Hmm. So if I open the door up and I embrace the stressors of life, as opportunities to learn and grow. And I go out into it with my arms wide open and knowing I'm going to fall down sometimes and I'll pick myself back up. I have what it takes. That's how I grow my resilience. And resilience is the antidote to stress. I become emotionally strong. My physical health resolves. And again, in the, from the scientific perspective, then my body can then start living in that parasympathetic nervous system where you're in homeostasis. Um, And for me, that's how everything, all my lifelong chronic health issues all went away. And I know that it's true for everyone. Everybody's, every person in everyone's body can take that um, leap over to the parasympathetic. And those three tips, again, normalizing stress, knowing stress is an internal experience, and then growing and building your natural resilience is really all you need. Mm. I love it. That, that, Makes so much. It makes so much sense, and, and how it connects back to what's happening, you know, physically, um, as a result of the, those factors. Um, awesome. Thank you. Thanks for your work there. Just simplifying it into those three steps, I think, is so helpful. Yeah. Those will stay. Those will stick with us for sure. Um, what is the best way, Josie, for people to get in touch with you to follow your work? Yeah. Thank you for asking. Um, if you're out there listening and you are curious about what I do and what I teach, or maybe something I shared with you resonated with you. And you say, yeah, that's me too. Um, you know, maybe on the outside, I look great, but on the inside, it's a, it's a different story. Then you're not alone. And you can find me and learn more about my past experience, my perspective on, again, stress and the nervous systems and what I do um, at my website, www.thehashimotosfix.com. And I'll spell that out because it's a little bit of a mouthful. T-H-E-H-A-S-H-I-M-O-T-O-S-F-I-X.com. And I work with all people, whether Hashimoto's are just one of the areas I work with. I work with people with overwhelm, chronic pain, emotional issues like anxiety, depression, 
all different kinds of autoimmune disorders. And what I do is I take them through a 10 week program with me and get their body in the parasympathetic nervous system, just like mine. And they're off and running healing and self-repairing and can just go live a vibrant life again. And so that's, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Great. Or, or email me too. I guess for those of you too, you can also email me, uh, Josie at the Hashimoto's fix.com. So put that out there as well. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I will. I'll make sure that the link is there for, for everybody to go to right in the show notes with the episode. So click on the link, get in touch with Josie, Josie Warren. Thank you so much for being here on the podcast. Great. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Such a cool interview, such a cool topic for discussion and uh, such a wonderful woman. I want you to be able to connect with her. Uh, You can find the link, just like we talked about in the interview, you can find the link in the show notes to connect with Josie, follow her work, and if you'd like, schedule a meeting with her. I want to go back to the second theme that I asked you to listen for, that idea of emotional strength that she talked about. And, you know, throughout the interview, I I hesitated because I wanted to kind of bring it up, but I didn't want to distract because uh, she does such a nice job of keeping things simple. Um, But this whole idea of building emotional strength, I could not help but... As a, as a personal trainer over the years, uh, helping, helping people to get stronger, right? We, we know how to do that physically. And, <clears throat> excuse me, it makes sense to us, doesn't it? Um, how to build physical strength. But basically, what I heard from, from Josie is emotionally, it works the same way. Right? If we never pick up anything heavy, we're never going to get stronger. And, and even a step maybe farther would be to say if we never try to pick up anything at all, we're not going to get stronger. Forget about picking up heavy things, right? Intentionally heavy things. So I absolutely loved the perspective that she gave us when it comes to developing emotional strength. We have to, we have to face We have to face things. We have to deal with them. We have to confront them head on in order to build resilience, in order to, for ourselves, create a history of successfully surviving through those types of challenges, right? Those emotional hurdles, those barriers that we encounter in life. And if we're always running away from them in whatever you know way that we might gravitate toward to to escape whatever that is if it's a couch if it's staying home if it's if it's alcohol even if it's working out like like Josie talked about for herself if we're escaping if we're trying to avoid facing difficult things challenges in life well then we're never going to get stronger and just like her example illustrates that's going to have a detrimental effect on our health and wellness. And of course, that's, that's what it's all about, right? It's not about how we look or how much we weigh. At, at the very core, and, and Josie and I talked about this after we, after we stopped recording, it's about how we feel, right? It's about 
feeling better. It's about feeling good. And that begins within. <laughs> I love when guests really allude to, to the, the title of the podcast as they share their message. Um, of course, I get a kick out of that, but it illustrates the point, right? We have to, we have to start inside. We have to start when, uh, on the level of thoughts and on the level of feelings in order to ultimately have real lasting results in terms of health and fitness. And I'm so grateful that Josie is sharing her story and that she has taken the time to, to refine these concepts so that they're easy to understand. I have no doubt that as you listen to, to the interview, you found a thing or two that you can begin to incorporate into your life in order to handle stress better, in order to build resilience. And I want to encourage you to do that. Starting today, start moving in that direction because we don't want our reaction to stress to end up causing more complications, right? We can be working so hard to eat healthy and exercise and do all these other things for the sake of benefiting our health, but then the way that we're reacting to stress can totally derail everything. So how important that we begin to take some practical steps, right? Some real actions that can begin to help us to deal more healthfully with stress. So again, I'm, I'm so thankful to Josie. I'm thankful for her being here. And I know that I'm thankful as well to be able to share this, this moment with you and to be able to share this message with you when it comes to our health and fitness. I think it's one, obviously, that needs attention. If you have been enjoying this podcast today or throughout the weeks here on the Begin Within podcast, if you've been enjoying it, I want to invite you please to rate and review the show. If you've already done that, I want to thank you so very much. And I would say once you've done that, the next thing I would ask of you is to share. Share episodes with people that you care about, people that you know would benefit from, from, this, from this message. Please share it. Just you know, hit the share button on the episode page and share it in a text message or an email or a post so that others can benefit as you and I have from being here today. I will talk to you next time here on the Begin Within podcast. <laughs>